Welcome to episode 19 of the 5-Minute Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Hicks. The topic of today's episode is very important in today's culture, so would you take a minute and hit the share button on your podcast app and share it on social media? You never know who might need to hear today's message. Today, we are answering the question, is Jesus the only way to God? A number of years ago, I became friends with a very nice man from the country of India. He was a believer in the Hindu religion, and he owned a small hotel down the street from where we lived. On my morning walks, I would often stop by and say hello, and we developed a friendship. Several times, we had long discussions in the lobby of his hotel about Jesus. He seemed very open to faith in Jesus, and I searched and found a Bible in the Hindi language and gave it to him as a gift. He decided to put it in the little room in his house that he had dedicated as a temple to his Hindu gods. One day, when I explained to him that Jesus had died on the cross as payment for his sins, he got really quiet and replied, None of my other gods have done that for me. He was ready to place his faith in Jesus until he learned that Jesus wanted his exclusive allegiance. You see, as long as he could have Jesus and his other gods, he was ready to believe. The truth that Jesus is the only way was his stumbling block. Well, we lost touch over the years, but I pray that he found the courage to trust Jesus Christ alone for his salvation. You know, as humans, our sense of fierce independence is rooted in our own pride. Truthfully, we don't want God or anyone else telling us how to be saved. We live in a time where the prevailing message seems to be that all religions are equally valid and basically teach the same thing. This way of thinking has swept our culture like a storm. As Americans, we love options. We live in a culture where there are endless options in just about every area of life. We have 800 channels of TV. The average supermarket stocks nearly 40,000 different items. We have shopping malls with dozens of stores. We love options. It just seems natural that there would be options in the spiritual arena as well. And today, many people think of Christianity as just one more option on the spiritual buffet table of life. In one of his books, the author Lee Strobel says, It would be unlikely that a God who embodies love and truth would go to one side of the planet and say, Let me tell you how you can be reconciled with me and then go to another spot on the globe and describe a completely contradictory way for humans to understand and worship, and then yet go to another third of the population and tell them something completely different. It makes much more sense that God would act according to his nature as the author of all truth and provide one path, one way for all of us to follow. Jesus said in John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We hear people ask today, why can't people just believe what they want to believe as long as they're sincere? I've even heard parents say, you know, it doesn't matter to me what my kids believe as long as they believe in something. Sincerity is great, and none of us are going to question sincerity, but sincerity or the lack of it has nothing to do with determining truth. In other words, we can be sincerely right or be sincerely wrong. In John 14, verse 6, Jesus makes three claims. 
He says, I am the way. Jesus doesn't say he is a way. He says he is the way. Jesus didn't say he knew the way. Jesus does not create a path for us to hike. He is not clearing the brush and making a path visible. He's saying he is the way. We're not saved by a principle or a force. We are saved by a person. His name is Jesus. The second claim Jesus makes in this verse is, I am the truth. Truth is the scarcest commodity in the world. We hear people say, that might be true for you, but it's not for me. People today don't seem to be all that interested in truth. But without the clarity and consistency of moral absolute truth, we are reduced to doing what seems right, what feels good, what produces the least resistance, and what provides the greatest personal fulfillment. Jesus rises up above our culture confusion and shouts, I am the truth. In fact, 78 times in the Gospels, it is recorded that Jesus said, I tell you the truth. The third claim Jesus makes in this verse is, I am the life. All throughout the Gospel of John, the principle of spiritual vitality is described for us. Without Jesus, all we have is death, separation from God. Because Jesus died for us and rose again to new life, we too can live. We now can have a relationship with God. You see, in the end, it doesn't matter how nice or moral a person is because there is not enough niceness or morality to pay for our rejection of God. Either we must be rejected or we turn to Jesus who was rejected for us. This is the heart of the gospel. Jesus lays down his very own life for those who reject him, for his enemies, for those who don't believe in him, and he offers them forgiveness. This is truly amazing. Yes, Jesus is the only way to God. He is the way and the truth and the life. Today's challenge, if you're a believer, in prayer, reaffirm your faith in Jesus as the only door to a relationship with God. And if you're not a believer today, I want you to know that Jesus welcomes you to come and place your faith in him. As the author of life, he offers you forgiveness. Hey, thank you for joining me today for this episode. I hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. It really does help expand the reach of the podcast. Be sure to go see the show notes for today's episode at 5minutediscipleship.com backslash 19. And until next time, let's continue on our journey as followers of Jesus.